Good evening, everyone. Uh, I guess most, yeah, pretty much everyone here knows me. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but I guess uh, to catch people up with my life, because not, I guess not everyone knows like where, like where I was throughout my life and where I'm headed. So I guess I'll just uh, tell you guys where I'm at. Uh, I was saved at a young age. I was uh, just grown up in a Christian family and uh, a great church where I was just poured into truth every, sing- every single day. And uh, I'm beyond blessed for that, to just always know what truth really was. And, uh, but I got older and uh, just, <laughs> just, I don't know, I was a, not an, uh, <laughs> uh, but I started hanging out with people that I don't know just were bad influences and uh, <laughs> thank you Kendall uh, I guess pretty much my testimony is centered around uh, the verse where bad company corrupts good character that's pretty much the story of my life <laughs> but uh, it wasn't until like four years ago that I really just got convicted with uh, how I was and not really glorifying my Savior like I should. Like, uh, I was just thinking about it. I'm like, you know, Jesus was pretty serious when he died on the cross for me. (laughs) It's about time I get serious about him. And uh, through that, God has really just been changing my life and how... uh, just how I act and how I interact with people. And he's given me new opportunities, like uh, joining the youth band, which has really been cool to just lead people in worship. And that's, it's an awesome feeling. And uh, this past year, I've been able to intern at uh, the church up here. And uh, that's really been cool to just uh, see, see ministry and how, how God works. And uh, I've learned so much from the staff and all that they, all the wisdom that they have. And uh, uh, I'm graduating this year, uh, a couple weeks, I guess. And uh, this fall, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> this fall, I'll be going to New Tribes Bible Institute, and I'll be there for two years. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Just, just two years of my life being completely dedicated to studying the word of God. And I just, <laughs> I don't know, I get excited thinking about that. But, uh, so that's where I am right now in my life, just to, to fill everyone in. Uh, first off, before I get into <laughs> what I have to say, I'm not a preacher. <laughs> People's been asking me, hey, are you preaching Sunday night? And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> What, what are you preach? What are you preaching about? Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not preaching about anything. I, I'm not a preacher. Uh, I'm just gonna tell y'all what's been on my heart, <laughs> and I'm just gonna leave it at that. Uh, so if I like, if I have any, if I'm pausing at any point in time, just. Let me be. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure something out. So uh, it's more than likely going to happen. Anyways, uh, 
what's really been on my heart lately is just this main question. And uh, that is, are people encountering God when they meet me? And uh, of course, not that I am God, but uh, that uh, God lives inside of us and uh, we're to be that light. And are people encountering that God that's living inside of me when they meet me? Or are they just meeting Jake? (laughs) But uh, what really sparked that is from a a song that we played at Youth Sunday. Uh, It's called Simple Pursuit. And one of the quotes from it is, God, take us back to a church that is known for your presence again. And I really got to think about that. And it led me to this statement, which uh, I didn't really like, (laughs) which was, Christians aren't known for God's presence anymore. And I don't know, that just really, (laughs) that got to me. I just didn't know what to (laughs) think about that. But I'm like, it's totally true. You see it, uh, by the way, uh, the, like, non-Christians will talk about us. And, uh, I guess to go into that, uh, Matthew five, thirteen through 16, <laughs> I hope I'm not, Jerry's been going through Matthew, like everyone knows, and uh, he's about to get to these verses, so I hope I'm not stealing from his message any. Uh, anyways, you are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are a light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And that salt and that light are from God. They're completely from God. It's not something that we... Uh, build up in ourselves. It's something that comes directly from God. And when people see that light, they're experiencing God. So when people uh, see that light in us and just in uh, the, uh, the good works that we do for him and how we interact with people, people are getting to encounter God. And uh, that's really how it's, that's how it's supposed to be. That's what Jesus was trying to <laughs> tell everyone when he was saying stuff like this. But uh, uh, Luke fourteen twenty seven through 35 kind of puts it a little different way. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish... All who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man uh, began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going out to encounter another king in war will not sit down first and deliberate whether he is able with uh, 10,000 men to meet him who comes against him with 20,000? And if not, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. So therefore, any of you who does not... uh, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? 
It is of no use either for the soil or for the manure pile. It is thrown away. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Uh, and that's, this is why Christians aren't known for God's presence anymore. Uh, like it says here, they, they make that foundation and they didn't even start with the house. You, uh, people just not sold out with being a Christian. And uh, so they're not showing that light. When people encounter these Christians, they don't encounter God. And uh, this is why we're at a stage in the world where Christians are being mocked. Uh, they say these things and then they don't live it. And how can you take anyone seriously when uh, they believe something and they, you can't see it in their lives? And I mean, I've been guilty of this too. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to like pick on anyone or anything. It's, I've been guilty of this too. I mean, how many of us have, never, have at one point not been a good light? For God, exactly. And uh, I mean, as Jesus, <laughs> as Jesus said, not even good for a manure pile. That's pretty rough. <laughs> uh, so this leads me to Acts 10. 44 through 48. Uh, Peter was just giving a, a message, and then this is what happened. While Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all those who heard the word. And the believers from among the circumcised who had come with Peter were amazed, because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles. For they were hearing them and speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter declared, can anyone withhold water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? As he commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, then they asked him to remain for some days. Uh, this, is what it look, this is an example of what it looks like to be a light for Jesus Christ, that light that Jesus was talking about. People of all different kinds met Christians and they encountered God, and their lives were changed. And that's what it means to be a light, for people to meet you and also meet God. And their lives get changed. And uh, another thing with this is like, at this point in time, this was, <laughs> this was kind of expected for, uh, for Christians because of the Christians that were there then, like they were, it was the disciples, and uh, you know they experienced Jesus, and they were completely sold out. And I can, I can just imagine people uh, around that time just being like, "Hey, if you meet Peter and those Christian guys, <laughs> you're not going to come away this come away the same person. You're going to encounter God." And uh, it's not like that anymore. <laughs> and like, and shame on us, and shame on me for helping that. Uh, be a reality at, like still in this time because we've all been guilty of it. Uh, I guess to keep on going, Ephesians 5, 8 through 21. For at one time you were in darkness, but now you are in light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. 
But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully, then, how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of time, of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, (laughs) but be uh, filled with the, the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with all your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Philippians two fourteen through fourteen and fifteen. Do all things without grumbling or questioning, that you may be blameless and innocent children of God, without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. John eight twelve. And again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, "I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life." Luke eleven thirty five and thirty six. The son of Sir. Did I write down the wrong thing? I'll try to pull it up. <laughs> I probably wrote down the wrong... Sorry, Craig. <laughs> uh, 11, 35, and 30. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> Therefore, be careful lest the light in you be darkness. If then your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, it will be wholly bright, as when a lamp with its rays gives you light. So I went through all that scripture to say that uh, the Bible is very clear about being a light and how to be a light. We have all the tools that we need in scripture to be that light that, uh, that it talks about. So uh, I guess as a closing thought... Uh, something that we really need to ask ourselves daily is, uh, are we living that out? Uh, are we being that light that Jesus commanded us to be? Or are we just adding to what the world already thinks of us right now? Uh, I'm, okay, <laughs> I'm just going to pray. Uh, God, thank you for everything that you've given us and uh, your word and uh, how much it can teach us, Lord. And uh, uh, I pray that we can be this light that you uh, talk about in your word and that we will really all be convicted of our hearts to be that light, Lord. And, uh, And it can be hard sometimes. Hard times can come. And it can be really hard to be that light. And uh, I pray that uh, you'll give us the strength to remain the light that you commanded, Lord. And I, uh, and I thank you for the times that when we mess up, because it'll still happen, that uh, we thank you so much that your love is enough to forgive us for that and that we can be uh, renewed in you, Lord, and that we can uh, strive every day to be more and more like you. And Lord, I pray that uh, you just uh, 
have uh, everyone, including me, take these uh, words that you gave to me uh, with them and that uh, we'll really focus on how to apply it to our lives. Uh, amen. Uh, thank all of you guys for being here. Uh, thank you for everyone who has uh, ever spent a second of their lives uh, helping me out in any way that you could. Uh, and just, I just thank you. I, don't know, I can't, exp- I can't thank you guys enough. I see so many people, and I'm like, ah, you've helped me, you've helped me, you've helped me. and it's it's just cool. Uh, anyways, uh, the business meeting it was like in five minutes, I guess. Uh, so you're dismissed. <laughs>